I'm your host, Annie Bowles, and this is News Du Jour. Hey, you guys, I just wanted to say a big thank you for hanging in there with me last week. I'm feeling a lot better now. Um, I have a hole in my heart and long story short, it flares up and kind of causes problems from time to time. I was also preeclamptic at the end of my pregnancy and that put a lot of strain on my heart as well. So there was just a lot going on internally, but we're still trying to figure it out and get a diagnosis, but I'm feeling a lot better after some rest and just, you know, generally taking care of myself. So I appreciate you guys understanding, you know, it was a genuine emergency. So thank you so much. Without further ado, though, we'll go ahead and jump into the news, but I wanted to give you guys a little bit of a heads up here. The theme for today's episode is pretty much content warning. <laughs> Unfortunately, there has been a lot of violence lately, and we're going to break it all down for you guys so that you're in the know on what's been going on. But if you have young ears nearby, it may not be the best episode for them. But parents, this is your call, what your kid hears or doesn't hear. So what we discussed today is going to be, I'm going to pause here if you want to turn me off, skip ahead. Uh, it's going to be some more mass shootings police killings, and new details on the Paul Pelosi case. So all three of these different things are incredibly violent. But if you're game and ready for this, let's ride. So for our first mini story, which actually does have to do with the mass shooting as well, it turns out a $100 repair bill was reportedly what caused the Half Moon Bay shooting in California. That was the one that occurred at that mushroom farm where he shot co-workers. $100, you guys, cost seven people their lives and a number of children their childhoods. So content warning here at the top, more and more and more mass shootings. So you guys... There have now been six, I repeat, six mass shootings in 13 days in California. In Beverly Hills, a shooting occurred where three people were killed and two more were wounded. They left the scene in critical condition and it's very possible they will pass away at the hospital. They don't have a suspect or any kind of motive for these killings. Over in San Diego, on Friday night, four people were shot, one fatally, in two incidents perpetrated by the same suspect, only a few miles apart from one another. These shootings happened at like sort of strip mall, restaurant type areas. A teen mom and her baby were among six people killed at a California home via a firearm. This occurred 
at a home that was in rural California. Two victims were found dead in the street. A third victim was found in the doorway of the home. And then three more people were dead inside the home. These incidents, of course, were in addition to the Half Moon Bay and the Lunar New Year incidents that we have discussed where 18 people were killed collectively. Across the United States, there have already been 48 mass shootings in the first month of this year. These disturbing numbers are only going up and it is time to demand action from our leadership to help us make changes, whether that is from stricter gun laws or mental health intervention. We need to allocate funds and take action to help protect us all because it is becoming increasingly like we are living in a war zone. Next up for today, we are, of course, going to go over the Tyre Nichols case. This case is also extremely disturbing and really disheartening. You know, I have no other way to slice and dice it. I watched all of the footage for you guys so that you guys don't have to watch it. And I'm just going to break it down for you here and explain what else has happened surrounding this case, as I usually do. But obviously, there's a content warning here. This this case is very disturbing. So in Memphis, five police officers beat a young black father to death in the street. In the glow of the red and blue police lights, arms and legs and batons go flying. At Tyre Nichols, who receives the beating that would end his life. All over a routine traffic stop. He did not initially resist arrest. He was thrown out of his car And once they began beating him and tasing him, he ran. Throughout the beatings, Tyre kept saying, I'm just trying to go home and I didn't do anything and things along those lines. Eventually, when they were pepper spraying him directly in his face, he was screaming at the top of his lungs, mom, mom, and trust me, all mothers felt that to their core. It turns out that his parents lived only a few blocks away, 100 yards, and he was genuinely hoping that his mother might hear him. The officers threatened to, quote, knock his ass out, end quote, and to break his hands. Tyre did not strike out once, you guys. He did not strike back at all. He simply covered his face and yelled out, I'm at peace. There were moments where Tyre was held upright by officers, clearly incapacitated, and yet they continued to beat him. He appeared lifeless afterwards, and they literally dragged his limp body over the concrete and the asphalt. After he was seemingly lifeless, it took over 20 minutes for an ambulance to arrive for him. The cameras on the street actually captured the whole thing in addition to body cam footage. And the ironic part of those cameras is that they are referred to as a cop in the sky, meaning that they're there to catch people committing crimes. And they sure did. But the crimes were actually at the hands of the cops themselves. Eventually, 
Tyre made it to the hospital, but he was so swollen in his face that he was unrecognizable to his family members. He died of severe internal bleeding and uh, cardiac arrest due to the beating that he endured. His mother, who he cried out for in the wake of these beatings, was actually barred by police from seeing her son and thus missed out on the chance to say goodbye to him. Now, what makes this incident so different from so many other killings we see is that it was at the hands of five black officers, not white ones. This has sparked a national conversation about internalized racism and why these officers felt the need to take things so far. The group of police officers that conducted this beating was immediately disbanded. It was called Scorpion something. Anyway, it was disbanded right away. All five police officers were immediately suspended and have been arrested and charged with the murder of Tyre Nichols. Tyre Nichols was 29 and he was the father to a four-year-old little boy. He was working at FedEx that has a big presence in Memphis. He was a skateboarder. He had his mom's name tattooed on his arm. It seems no one had anything but glowing things to say about this young man. The world lost a good person to an absolutely senseless act of violence at the hands of those who are sworn to protect and serve. And for our last story today, I just wanted to go over some additional footage and audio that has come to light from the Paul Pelosi attack in San Francisco. Obviously, also issuing a content warning here because this is an extremely violent incident as well. So body cam footage and a 911 audio call was released in the case of Paul Pelosi's home invasion and attempted murder. You see, Paul Pelosi was in his boxers and a nightshirt with a very large pot-bellied man standing next to him with a reddish beard in cargo shorts and a big sweatshirt wielding a giant hammer. Paul seems strangely calm when the police first get there. He kind of has his hand on the hammer too. And the police are asking the other man, What's going on here? Until he yanks the hammer out of Paul's hands and began swiping it towards Paul violently. He bludgeons Paul with this hammer right in front of the police until the police can tackle them both to the ground to stop the attack. It was absolutely disturbing and honestly terrifying to watch this. Paul Pelosi laid motionless on the floor, and it almost seemed like he might be dead. The attacker began growling at that point like a bear or dog or, or something. It was utterly bizarre. If you guys remember, Paul Pelosi suffered a skull fracture from this encounter and very well could have died from his injuries. Luckily, he lived and is still at home recovering. 
But what was almost crazier was the phone call that led up to all of this. And basically, Paul saved his own life. He is supposed to have Capitol Police watching his home 24-7 for this exact type of circumstance. But they were not doing their job. So Paul had to call 911 while he's kind of being held hostage by this man. Keep in mind, this attacker attacker was somewhat mentally ill and delusional. So Paul had to talk to the 911 officer as if he was talking to someone else. And he kind of pretended that he was trying to get them to bring Nancy home because the attacker wanted to get Nancy. But he was also, meanwhile, dropping breadcrumbs of what exactly was going on inside his home without outright saying, hello, I need police ASAP. He couldn't say that in front of this intruder. So instead, he thinks like he said things like, quote, this gentleman came into my house and wants to wait for my wife to come home, end quote. The dispatcher responds, do you know who this person is? And he answers, no, no, I don't know who he is. The dispatcher started to get a sense of what was going down and that Paul is being held hostage, essentially, but she also isn't really sure. Paul sounds so calm on the phone. I think that's the biggest thing is that he sounded really calm and he looked really calm when the police got there. And that's why it was like a little confusing for people. But she offers to stay on the phone with him and he replies, no, he's telling me to get the hell off the phone. So I got to go. And the call just didn't sit right with this dispatcher. She didn't know what was going on, but it was very strange. So she sent the police to check on things just in case because he was asking for the the Capitol Police at one point. Um, Granted, it was kind of under the guise of like wanting Nancy to come home, but she thought, you know what, better safe than sorry. I'm going to go ahead and send some officers out. And that is when they got there just in time as the attack ensued. And it's honestly a miracle that everyone was okay. And that is the news du jour. Woof, what an episode, right? I mean, that was literally like some heavy shit. Um, Not as calm of an episode today as we usually have on here, but it's what's been going on and it's so important to stay informed. So wanted to update you guys on all that. And in light of everything we learned in this episode, today I wanted to leave you guys with the quote, live your life so that when your children think of fairness, caring, and integrity, they think of you. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe on whatever podcast platform you use to listen. A rate and review or shout out on social media would mean the world to us and help us be able to keep creating the news du jour. But the best way to support all of our work is to become a patron at www.patreon.com forward slash sugarfreemedia. You can also follow us on social media under sugarfreemedia.co on Instagram and just sugarfreemedia, all one word, on TikTok. We appreciate you listening and look forward to telling you about the news again next time on News Du Jour. Broadcasting from... Oh. Oh.